This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Hey guys, welcome to Lubin. My name is Lucas. And my name is Ben. Each episode, we're going to be talking about student life, issues young people face today, and our experiences. So sit back, grab yourself a cold one, and join us each fortnight on Plains FM 96.9. Lubin is also available on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of Lubin. How are we doing today, Benny? Very good, thank you, Lucas. Good to be here with you. How are you doing today? I'm doing lovely. It's great to be here at the Plains FM studio today. Thank you for having us, Plains FM. So what are we going to be talking about today, Benny? Today we're going to be talking about COVID isolation. Happens to all of us, or it will eventually happen to us. We're probably just going to tell us our experience from the lockdown that we had recently. Yeah, so just a bit of background on this. A couple months ago, our whole flat got COVID and we ended up being stuck together for two weeks, not being able to leave. It was a very interesting experience, wasn't it? Regardless, it was some good times, some laughs, some... Some arguments. But overall, we came out better friends than ever. I wouldn't say better friends, I'd say <laughs> more. <laughs> no, we, we actually got along much better than expected in lockdown. And I think the reason we managed to do that was by keeping each other entertained the whole time, you know? Because we didn't have anyone else to, to hang out with, so we had, to, we had to hang out with each other. So, Benny... Why don't you tell us a little bit about what we did to stay sane while we were locked up? Well, it's, it was quite good because I found myself over lockdown doing a lot more cleaning than I usually do. It's something that I'm yeah. I'm not like fond of by cleaning, but then you're so bored. You're there for 14 days, no, 10 days, sorry, isolating with the same six people. So you'll find yourself cleaning... Cleaning spots you never even... Oh, the the flat was never cleaner than, than during lockdown, <laughs> the lockdown, wasn't it? But it was good because we, we, we kept ourselves entertained with cards and, like, we bought, like, these poker sets online and and, and um, Lucas even bought his puzzle from home that had his family portrait on it, what kept us kept us going for, yeah. for a while, so... Oh, we were we were quite lucky because all of our families um, live in the same city as we do. So every every day, someone's mum would come by and drop, drop something off, some, drop off some groceries, some ice creams, some entertainment, some entertainment. Um, so we actually had it had it pretty good over lockdown. That's good because we also got to improve our our old footy skills because we were we because only a couple of us were sick maybe three days in. And then for the rest, rest we were probably feeling a lot better than when we first got it. Mm. So then we spent a lot of that other time by just outside. 
kicking the ball around. Yeah, we were quite lucky that we didn't get very sick at yeah. all. Yeah, like our flatmate got it real bad. What what what's what was he? he was sweating and he said he was vomiting and stuff. He had it real bad. Yeah, himself. Luckily, he recovered fairly quickly after that and was all better. So yeah, after all the drugs he got pumped into luckily his mum's a bit of a doctor so she was supplying us with the the goods so after we all recovered uh you know we all took up little little hobbies and new things to to try and stay entertained benny you started doing something quite interesting after you recovered didn't you Uh, i wouldn't call it interesting i was just doing a bit more cooking trying to broaden my skills a bit try more exotic flavorful foods oh, that's awesome do you make anything interesting i did i made a bacon wrapped pork tenderloin what was pretty good you you had a taste of that and made it for the whole oh, it flag. was it was it was delicious Benny. Was delicious. well how did you make that again i made it by wrapping bacon in a pork tenderloin <laughs> it, was, it was pretty simple as simple actually. as that i marinated the pork for for 24 hours in the slow cooker Really? I was just like, was it almost a, a pulled pork type of vibe? It was a type of a there. pulled pork, just wrapped in a bacon oven, oven fried. So you pull apart the pork, wrap it up in bacon, Seven fry it, sear it in the pan. No, I put it in the oven. I'll put it in the oven. Man, it sounds like it's got a lot of steam. I guess you had time. I did have time. You... I, I had another seven days, actually. Had <laughs> lots of time. And then I um I made a few pies here and there, little savoury ones. They were pretty good. Mm, they but were. We delicious. don't want to bore you with my my food cooking, do uh, we? I I love hearing your food stories. <laughs> did you Kenny. did you cook anything apart from noodles over the over the lockdown? I definitely made more than just two minute <laughs> noodles. I made some halloumi wraps, squeaky cheese. That was delicious. I also made some braised short ribs. They were yummy, <laughs> man. Don't you think? Oh. <laughs> We made confit duck. We made oh, we did roast lamb. We did yeah, we did do a lamb. We did a, a pork shoulder one, pork one day. Shoulder. That was good. That was also easy to do. It's real easy now. Like when you learn, like because you have you don't really spend. Well, I don't know about everyone else, but for me, I never invested a lot of my time into cooking. It's more of the oh, I have to cook, or mm. but then making me enjoy the process of cooking a bit more is what was was a really good skill to learn. And, like, it's good because you have all this time to try different meals, try different dishes you never do before because of your schedule or something, and now you've got all this free time. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Um you know, having having some time to learn some new recipes. Um, it was really nice lockdown. Actually, it was actually it was quite it was quite peaceful. Quite peaceful. Puzzle doing. We never got to finish our big was jig. We, we gave jig. up our thousand piece was jig. Do you know Do you know what was jig means? You know, yeah, jigsaw jigsaw backwards. Jigsaw hey, backwards. Because yeah. it is of the back, isn't it, of people? Yeah, so the puzzle is what the picture they, is the front, and what you're puzzling together yeah. is the back of what you see. A was check. A was check. <laughs> I think the most interesting thing 
that we did over lockdown was definitely at the end when we what what do we do? We spontaneously spontaneous Thailand trip. We we went on the internet. We said let's go somewhere, boys, and we bought some tickets to Thailand. Man, they were cheap as well. Nine hundred there and back. Phuket to Phuket. So eight other boys are going to be hitting Phuket around September time. What will be very exciting, and we'll we'll tell you all about that. We'll, we'll tell you about it when we get back. When we get we're, back. We're yeah. very excited for that. Um, all the boys have renewed their passports, gotten ready to go. Getting the currency going. In the currency. I exchanged all of my money to, to Thai Baht already. I bought Taco Bell mm. with Thai Baht the other day. <laughs> it cost me cost me 400 Baht. What's one Baht to New Zealand dollar? Do you know? Uh, not much. Not too sure what it is. The conversion rate, but anyway, we'll be you'll be good. We'll be try even more foods over there, won't we? <laughs> I'm so excited to try the the exotic foods in Thailand, and it's so cheap as well. Like every time you you read a list of top places for for young people or or cheap places for students to visit, Thailand is always at the top mm, of that list. There in Bali, sort of. Yeah, Bali. You do hear a few kind of scary stories about stuff that goes on. Yeah, there. but I think because we're going to the more touristy part of Thailand, yeah. Phuket, that. And I've got friends who are arguably less responsible and, you know, more ill-prepared than we are who have, who have gone and made it back all right. So I, I think we'll probably be all right. What did, what did they say about it? What, what, what's the do and don'ts of, of Thailand? Well, I've heard that you need to be quite careful when you're doing something like renting a jet ski or a, a scooter around around Phuket, as a lot of the time these vendors will try to scam you. There's actually quite a lot of scams around there. So you'll rent it, you'll bring it back, and then they'll try to say that you damaged it, and they'll try to get as much money from mm-hmm. you as possible. What have you heard about do's and don'ts in Thailand? Yeah, I've just heard that one of the big don'ts is when going to a temple or something like probably anything like maybe a mosque or so you do this you just Mm. take your shoes off and then make sure your feet are not stinky i guess you know (laughs) (laughs) and then um also if someone it's basic etiquette though isn't it yeah it is but then for like a a christian church we don't do that so it's Mm. different in the different cultures that we're gonna go to but then also something else that someone told me was when given something for free, like a flower, I don't know what it would be, but just always bow your head. Okay. Just add a sign of respect to that. Even if you didn't pay for it, still a nice gesture that they would probably, they'd yeah, probably cherish really a bit interesting. more. I feel like now's the perfect time to give our Instagram a wee shout out, at Pod on Instagram. This is where we actually started, and we've been running that for a few years now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how we started and, um, you know, where we came from, Benny? Yeah. So we started together. We met at at a university hall together. We didn't really know each other. We, I knew a few people from a school through the course I do, or did, rather. And hmm. um, so we met from a second-hand source. Is that what you call it when... 
what would you call it from a friend of a friend yeah yeah got mutual friends mutual friends got started just live streaming um on instagram of us drinking wine we literally used to be a we, wine drinking wine review wine review wine review channel delete <laughs> yeah uh, um yeah so for these type of pod uh yeah podcasts or what would you call this right uh, now? It, it was initially this? a podcast. This is a podcast. Would you call this a podcast? Yeah. yeah. So so check out the Instagram for behind-the-scenes content and regular updates. Right. So now we're going to move into audience questions. This is where you guys can get to know us a bit better and for you to ask questions on our Instagram. And just, we can give you a bit of advice. Yeah, it just gets you gets you involved a bit more. So this first question comes from... Theo, Theo, we won't read the last name just for for privacy. Unless they want their name, their whole name called out. But he asked, "Hi, Lubin, long-time fan. What inspired you guys to start a podcast? And what would inspire us? What did inspire us what to did do inspire this? us? Um, I think we just had a message that we wanted to to share with the world." Yeah, and for a bit of fun, because we started the Instagram being a wine thing. So we're like, why don't we just try this out? Uh, Live while you're young. Live while we're young. Um, Have fun. Good fun. Having a bit of of a laugh together. Having a laugh with you about about our lives, about our experiences. Don't take anything too seriously. Yeah, and if, if you guys have a same experience or one similar, then... Send it through. We're always happy to... Yeah, it's great. It's interesting. We love... To laugh at each other and laugh with you. We love hearing what you guys have to say. Yeah. So, we've got another question here from Eddie, and it's for you, Lucas. So, it's... Oh, for me. How did you enjoy the new Lego Star Wars game? Honestly, well, thank you for asking, Eddie. That's... um, I've been waiting for someone to ask me that. (laughs) I actually was disappointed. Were you? Yeah. It was, I in my, I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but in my opinion, didn't live up to the hype. Because it was this big, massive 2022 game that's supposed to yeah, break it's, it's, all records. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty well, much. Yeah. Well, I, there's, I, there's so much nostalgia associated with it. Like, everyone played Lego Star Wars when they were Yeah, on, on, like, the PS2. The what did PS2. you play on the Wii or something? I played on the Wii. I played on the, played on the Wii. Um, so there was so much nostalgia. Everyone, because everyone who's playing Lego Star Wars these days is is an adult for the most yeah, part. Yeah, they're probably our age anyway. Our age, 20. yeah, twenty, twenty-five. Yeah, all it's sorts of ages. But um, it's not it, Chief. So not it's, it's quite. It's, it's cool. It's really you know it's well made, but I think they put way too much emphasis on the open world aspect of it. Is there an open? Is that it's all open world? Each what, movie. What so do you mean open there's, world? There's no, okay, so there's um, there's big open world, so you can go anywhere you want in the yeah. Star Wars universe. Yeah, which is awesome. But also, it feels so empty and lifeless for the most part. That, like it, it doesn't feel like you're actually a part of that universe. Do you have to like run everywhere? Like you have to it, run it everywhere. Like a... It takes so long. I've I've heard it be called a running simulator by some people <laughs> yeah. you just you just go around in circles and circles like you'll do a mission you spend five ten minutes running to the next mission and it's just you just get sick of it i i enjoyed in the old ones when you just run around destroying everything, and everything. Like, it's still got like, that 
killing the random random things and then d- does it still have the little hearts that come out when people die the little hearts yeah so it's yeah. a little bit different but it's a little still bit different the hearts. but it's still it's still got it's that still, it's still got you know if you want the nostalgia you'll get it you'll have a lot of fun i, I still had a lot of fun but it was honestly not what I was hoping for. Was it price range too high? What price range what was, it was 105 bucks. 105, which is, so it's up there. Which is expensive. But I think a lot of the, the new games now are up to 100 plus price anyway, oh, so there's probably easily. not a game like you're going to find. It's a standard price, and there's plenty of games that come out at that price that are hugely disappointing to people. And yeah. that's, 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 that's a the shame. market these days. You know? Oh, we've got one more listener question from Sammy. Sammy asks, what is your favourite sport? What's your favourite sport, Benny? My favourite sport would probably, probably, sorry, be mixed martial arts. MMA. That's cool. Why is that, Benny? I just like the the entertainment version of it. The, it's very exciting is it, is it, sport. Is it, is, it, is it fake, like wrestling? <laughs> it is not fake, like wrestling. It's it's a bit different. It just, there's still wrestling in in mixed martial arts, but it's obviously not scripted or acted. I just like the the fighting aspect of it. It's very entertaining sport. It's very like. Is it kind of like? Um, is it just because there's so much skill? There, there's, it's a very high skill sport because I do a bit of kickboxing myself, and it's just from watching it on TV, and you can tell the way how experienced they are, and you're like, God damn, I want to know how to do that the way. They throw their punches and kicks. They're so smooth and mm. it's really nice to watch like a high level skilled fighter who knows what they're doing and they can just make it seem so effortless. Yeah, I mean, it can be really good to have those same kind of practical yeah. skills. Um, what sports do you like, Lucas? Oh, what do I like? I like, I like Formula One. You're a big Formula One guy. Favorite team? Or what? Favourite team, favourite driver. driver. Yeah, you can ask both those questions. It's probably going to be Lando. Lando Norris. Did he, um, didn't McLaren, he recently... I, I know, it's going to be a bit controversial. McLaren this year, a little bit, ooh. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll stick stick by them. I'm not quite jumping ship to, to Ferrari <laughs> yet. I think the, the Lego McLaren is going to help us, help us achieve much better speeds this year. But anyway, uh, one of the reasons I enjoy Formula One so much is because it is the pinnacle of motorsport and you know racing like it's got the most efficient hybrid engine in the world so it's it's not only pioneering in terms of racing they're also advancing technology for the cars we see on our roads today and that's that's what i really like about it what would um what would the weight of a car be one of those formula one cars what are they made out of um carbon fiber you wouldn't know are they made out of carbon fiber a bit of carbon carbon yeah. yeah So it wouldn't be wouldn't be that heavy, would they? Oh, I think it's got a minimum and a maximum weight. Oh yeah. So you have to be in between those. You have to be in that range, yeah. So before we wrap up, let's just quickly talk about how we keep our flat put together, clean, stop it from falling apart. Because we do have a couple of different systems in place in our flat. We do. And there's obviously six boys. So we're six boys, six you know. boys. So we're obviously so going to be recipe for disaster. Going to be a lot messier than probably a girl's flat. Um, who knows? Or <laughs> who knows? Um, yeah. So we've got our roster system set in, just like a chore list. Probably most flats have this. Nothing, nothing special. Whereas we've got a twist on ours. 
So if you, if we say... It's quite brutal. It is quite brutal, but it's a good way of getting people who don't usually do anything in the flat to make them actually do something. So we have a fine system in place where if we have the chores set for two weeks and you don't do them in those two weeks, you get a fine. You get a fine. And whoever has the most fines gets a punishment. Gets a punishment. You get fines for all sorts of stuff. You leave your dishes out, you get a fine. Yeah. Um, we, we used to be you make a dishes mess. fine, but now we've got 24 hours. So if you send a photo to the group chat of your undies left outside or something, we'll... <laughs> Don't want to touch that, so we'll send a photo to the group chat and be like, can you clean this? And then 24 hours later, if they still haven't done that, they get a fine. And then whoever gets the most fines has to clean the oven. Yeah, or the the pantry, pantry, or or the fridge, or something, you know, cleaning. Just little small things around the flat that might need to be done that no one else wall clean or yeah yeah it's not it's like it's nothing too big of a job but i think it has really helped make sure our flat is clean yeah and i really do like the the fine system because if you're going to just leave dirty dishes out then the kitchen becomes messy but this this makes it makes you like makes you think to actually put away your dishes and actually chuck them in the dishwasher um, yeah, so anything else you want to add? No, 100% agree. I, yeah. think, I think the fine system is great. And if you have a flat and your flatmates are messy, you should consider implementing it. Agree. Thanks for listening, guys. Check us out on Instagram for behind the scenes at LubinPod. Check out our podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Peace.